listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Welcome back to the second half of the show. It is 12 minutes past a seven. I'm with not one, not two, but three beautiful ladies. I'm talking melanin, chocolate, intelligence, all in the name. I told you I'll bring it to you. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we've got the beautiful ladies from Fund Her, an amazing scheme that is put together to come and help ladies. We're talking about women empowerment in the next half of the show. I'm going to introduce them to you, of course. I won't let you just uh, look at their beautiful faces and not know who's who. But I tell you what, we've thrown in an extra treat. Go down to our Facebook page. You will see for yourself. God did it in seven days. These beautiful ladies are here with all of their beauty and their intelligence to just come and share their wisdom and knowledge with us. The handle is Hope Alive Radio Station. If you're on Twitter, there's no stopping you from sending us a tweet. The handle is Hope Alive underscore radio. And if you're brave enough to let them hear your voice, just send us a voice note on 067-153-1089. We're talking about Fund Her Power. This is a campaign that they've come together with as ladies to empower other women into the business sector. We're going to talk all about it right now on the Feminine Touch. So ladies and gentlemen do stay with us good evening ladies how are you doing Oh, hello there. So good to have you in studio. I know you're very busy. Um, I was chatting to Faith about trying to get you guys all here. So thank you. I know that uh, diaries are a bit crazy, but all in the name of investing and really sowing a seed into the next generation, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We have Thank you so much for the Oh, you are so, so welcome. So, of course, I have the privilege of connecting with you guys. But for our listeners at home, maybe you just want to tell them your your names um, just for them to know who's who and put a face to the name. Awesome. I think I'll go first. My name is Joyce Sibanyoni. I am the Power Africa Operations Director. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I think it's fancy titles for just getting to say that I get to do or work in a space that I love with people that I really, really admire Mm. um, and get to do the kind of work that I think inspires me. Mm. Um, Mm. So, yeah, I have a background in HR and industrial psychology and community development. Um, And, yeah, now I get to work for Power and co-own a business with Alessimo and get to work with Faith. Love it. Oh, this is beautiful. Welcome, Joy, to the Feminine Touch. Thank you for joining us tonight. Okay. I guess I'm going next. So, <laughs> <laughs> hi everybody. My name is Alessimo Mwanga. A lot of people know me as Ali. Mm-hmm. I'm the executive director at Power Africa, which basically means that I look after everything Joy doesn't. <laughs> 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 and um, it's been a privilege. I'm working on uh, projects that we truly passionate about, mm-hmm. which is focusing on women youth and the entrepreneurship ecosystem. My background is in economics. Mm. Um, I have been a consultant for many years. I've worked for multinational organizations internationally. And um, yeah, I've been part of global publications on global entrepreneurship. And so it's really an honor to be here to share whatever insights that um, we can impart to your audience. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're most, most welcome. Awesome. <laughs> I'm just like listening to Ali. I'm just like, yo, that bio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my name is Faith Dembe. So I have many, I wear many hats, right? Mm. So today I'm wearing the power hat. Mm. Um, I'm a project lead for the Fund Her Initiative that we're going to mm. be talking about today. Mm. 
Um, in terms of background, I also did industrial psychology. Um, fun fact, Joy and I, we, we studied together. together. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we've been friends since varsity. Um, mm-hmm. And then through this relationship, obviously, then got to meet this amazing Alex Nemo. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of uh, experience, been in the financial sector for the past seven years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose played various roles within transformation, um, project management, product management, and entrepreneurship. And that's where that kind of alignment happened uh, with the team. Yeah, so excited to be here. Fantastic. I just love how all of you ladies are not just, I mean, I introduced you as beautiful woman, <laughs> but really, there's more to that. You are well-established, studied, learned ladies as well, and I just love how you're imparting that knowledge to the next generation. Let's talk about Power Africa. How did Power Africa come about? Sure. Um, I think Ella's going to actually answer that question, <laughs> uh-huh. but I'll answer on what we do. Sure. So we are essentially a project management organization, mm. and we specialize in three different areas, as Alessimo has shared. Mm. Um, we specialize in projects between or working with young people, youth, um, working with women, and within the e- entrepreneurship ecosystem. Mm. Um, and what we basically do is we partner with organizations, with um, institutions as well as individuals who are wanting to make a difference in our communities. Um, and we just put sustainability to their projects. Mm. Um, I think one of the things that we pick up a lot in um, either corporate social investment or even project management is the idea is there when it first starts. The implementation is fine throughout mm. the journey, but then making it sustainable and mm. going further is where the challenge is, and that's where we come in. Mm. Love it. Um, so I guess how power got started, it's a very long story. I don't know if we have all day. <laughs> 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 um, but it literally just started officially registered five years ago mm. um, when I was working for an organization and someone walked up to me and um, they'd been following the kind of work that I did and they asked me, hey, can you just do a market feasibility study on a project for a big corporate company, freelancing? And um, it was within the space that I was already working in. And I thought, great, why not? Um, put a team together and execute it. And more projects just kept, kept coming like that. And so I got to a point where I was like, okay, hey, I'm actually earning more <laughs> doing this yeah. than um, working full time. Um, but obviously, I, I didn't want to take that leap too quickly. Mm. Um, I continued doing that for a bit. And then I met Joy um, through my previous employment, and we kind of had similar interests. And um, we happened to leave um, both our previous employment at the same time. <laughs> and uh, I reached out to her, and I said, oh, this is something I'd like to do. And she thought it was really cool. Um, she didn't think it was a crazy idea. I don't know why. <laughs> 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 and then... Um, she and I just collaborated on a small project for young aspiring entrepreneurs on the side of region. <laughs> that was also really crazy <laughs> to begin with. Um, it was our first project, and we raised funds to host that workshop over three days. We made no profit out of that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But it leapfrogged us into um, the, the clients that we have today um, mm. because we obviously had to step out of the brands that we had previously worked for and mm-hmm. actually start a program on our own and um, for everyone to be able to identify us separately from that. And that's how um, Power eventually was born. Yeah. Fantastic. From you doing your jobs 
realizing that I can actually impact more people and then power is born. Let's talk about Fund Her. Quite a catchy name, I must admit. Hashtag Fund Her. And I've been seeing Faith post this on Instagram. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> so how... It works. Social media it does. Really yeah. does. Because <laughs> you're literally waiting for the next one. Okay, she's going to mm, tell you how. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Just bring her on the show. Yeah, She'll explain the, it there. Yeah, <laughs> that makes us happy. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep posting. <laughs> Please. So how did Power ev- eventually emerge to Fund Her? Mm. I don't necessarily think it emerged to find mm. her. Um, find her is just an additional uh, project under Power Africa where we um, basically bidded to um, have a project that enables women entrepreneurs to get access to funding. Mm. And what we identified was um, some of the challenges that women entrepreneurs face because there's some of the challenges that we faced along the journey as well. And one of them is um, being able to manage your finances uh, effectively, but also to uh, keep track of your financial records as well. Mm. And uh, we discovered that very painfully, mm-hmm. having to um, find accountants, um, having to learn about the different accounting platform tools that you need, and actually how important that is for you to be able to attract um, if you're looking for uh, future debt or loan opportunities to expand your business or even to be able to get um, further opportunities with um, organizations that could be probably offering grant opportunities, you need to be able to present yourself as a formalized business. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of women SMEs struggle with that and, and that's how we partnered with the organizations we partnered with um, to essentially um, launch Finder. Fantastic. So I think I, I read this somewhere that the target is to get 5,000 females. Yeah, yes. actually. Okay. I can talk to that actually. So <laughs> um, I think I remember the first conversation I had with Joy and Ale when they approached me. I think from that conversation, the first thing I picked up was that Ale saying we have a target of 5,000 women entrepreneurs that we need to provide funding opportunities to. Okay. And like literally provide practical ways on how to really grow their businesses, right? I was like, yo, I left 5,000 in <laughs> one period, right? Sure, sure. <laughs> She's like, yeah. <laughs> one year. <laughs> in one year. So it's quite intimidating, quite scary um, task, uh, uh-huh. but I think it's quite necessary, um, you know, to, to embark on. Sure. So these 5,000 women, where do you find them? So those 5,000 <laughs> women... Um, it's actually a conversation that we've been having quite often um, recently is the fact that to a certain extent, those 5,000 women are out there. Mm. um, Mm -hmm. So they can apply via our website, Mm. Mm www.fundher.powerafrica.com. And for the rest, I think it's also about creating um, women who are women-led businesses and who lead businesses as well, mm. um, equipping them with the necessary skills to be able to run their own businesses successfully. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think across South Africa, we're looking for you, if that is you, if you know somebody as well mm-hmm. who runs a business. I mean, we know that our communities are made up of very strong women, mm-hmm. a lot of them mm-hmm. in leadership roles, a lot of them running different sorts of businesses so Mm, mm. yeah basically apply we're looking for you so you apply for the funding what is the criteria that you you would use to choose the successful application the hr and me (laughs) (laughs) looking for the tick box (laughs) (laughs) so we're looking for women who have been in operation for at least one year okay um have between two to ten employees or Mm. more 
Mm-hmm. Um, must be generating some sort of revenue. So we're looking at around 16,000 rand a month, mm. equating to approximately 200,000 per annum. Mm-hmm. Uh, must be based in South Africa. So those are the kind of things that we're looking for. But also, obviously, they must be founded by a female, right? Mm-hmm. But at least uh, 51% if it's not fully owned by um, a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also we're opening it up to people who are, for example, have fully managed by males uh but 22 30 percent leadership positions can still can being held by women can still apply for the for the funder initiative fantastic so you apply is there interview process that will be done or you meet the criteria and then you qualify for the funder uncle yes i think that's one of the things that makes this program so unique or this Mm. project so unique is we wanted to make the access into getting into this um, program as easy as possible Mm. we know the Mm. kinds of red tape that so many women-led businesses have to struggle with in mm. getting funding and getting mm. access to information that's going to actually help them grow their businesses. Mm. And it's as easy as going onto the website, mm-hmm. um, putting in your details, mm-hmm. and if you qualify, you get notified by our team. Mm. Um, and if you don't qualify just yet because you haven't necessarily met all of the, the, the targets um, or the, the criteria, mm. um, we don't just throw you to the wayside. The information is still available mm. um, to a certain extent. Um, to help you just move forward in your business as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's as easy as just putting in the details. It's a quick form, um, and you get to be part of FundHer. Fantastic. We're talking to the three beautiful founders of Power Africa, or two founders of Power Africa and the Project League for FundHer, Faith, Joy, and Ali. And, of course, if you have any questions or comments, do engage with us. The handle on Facebook is Hope Alive Radio Station. We're also on Twitter on Hope Alive underscore radio. And if you have a, a question or a comment that you'd love to relay via WhatsApp, the number is 067-153-1089. I like how you're saying that, you know, your organization wants to make access accessible to women because there is so much red tape in trying to start a business, trying to generate income, trying to get funding. And you guys have also started a business together. Are those challenges also stemming from what you went through when you were starting your own business or still going through those challenges? Yeah, I think to a certain extent, um, it's some of the things that we have experienced, but also it's some of the things that we've seen or heard other entrepreneurs who are Mm. women-led businesses also talk about. We know what the challenges are. A lot of the time when you are a female-led business, instead of going to go and apply, um, for a loan or um, for funding or mm-hmm. grants or um, whatever means of finances that you can get into your business, your first option, because sometimes you're a little bit intimidated, um, is to go to friends and family. Mm-hmm. And I mean, mm-hmm. we all start there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much more access um, and so much more channels. Um, and I think for me, what stood out um, about what we have experienced is we know that it is important to create not only the competence, so you knowing how to, for example, manage your money, how to invoice, how to manage your cash flow. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's also about creating the channel. So how do you then access that information that you need? How do you then access the channel to getting investments into your business, getting the money um, to help pay your employees, for example, buy your products and services? And then the third part, I think, is community. Um, one of the things that we know, at least when I know that we thrive on is because we are both female founders, but we work together. Certain strengths that I have, she may not have. Certain strengths that she has, I don't necessarily have. Um, And being able to collaborate together and learn from each other. Um, And I think 
one of the things about Founder is it creates a community for you to also engage and to get involved and get to understand what other female founders and entrepreneurs are also facing. So, yeah, it's been a little bit of our own learnings, but a lot of what we've learned from other people as well. Yeah, sure. And mentorship programs, do you have any mentorship programs that are from the Fund Her campaign? So it's not just we're giving you capital and then we leave you to see what you can do fr from there. We actually have our first masterclass scheduled um, during the Global Entrepreneurship Week. Uh -huh. um, really just to equip the women, you know, get to know us, get to know the partners. Um, we mentioned that we're using um, tech-based mm -hmm. tools, technical tools that people can actually utilize. Mm. Um, one of the tools that we're utilizing is called Insights that mm. connects lenders to borrowers. So it's kind of like having a deep conversation around how those platform works and some of the success stories, right? Uh, but also, how do we give you insights and position you to access capital? Mm. Um, so we're excited about that. I think it will be a first encounter in terms of meeting the community and growing that community. Fantastic. And um, the when does this uh, masterclass sit? It's a secret. It's not a secret. I'm joking. <laughs> it's on the 23rd of November um, this year. This year, yeah. You guys are moving very fast. We launched. Yeah. We launched in August, uh, yeah. and also like we've already <laughs> impacted around a thousand or touched around a yeah. thousand women yeah. entrepreneurs. That is fantastic. So, so four thousand to go, right? Yeah, <laughs> four thousand basically. basically. <laughs> So that's all we have for me. Like, no pressure. Yeah, guys, no pressure, okay? So we're going to share this interview and make sure that it reaches as many women as possible. But really, what I love is that you're not just giving people access to funding, you're mentoring them. You're also bringing communities together yes. so people can learn from one another. Because you always say, I'm an entrepreneur, but okay, who are you connecting with? Absolutely. Who are you working with? You know? Yes, mm. yes, yes. I think the success stories of individuals is also sometimes one that a lot of people can't necessarily relate to because we know that a lot of the times it takes a village mm -hmm. um, you know we hear the success stories and sometimes we look at those aspirational stories and we can't understand why we cannot attain them mm -hmm. but the truth behind it is because there was a community behind that person as mm -hmm. well so mm -hmm. community is very important the support around entrepreneurs is one that is Im imperative mm -hmm. to their success mm -hmm. sure sure now what kind of organizations do you want to partner with to get the remaining 4,000 <laughs> women? <laughs> well, we'd love to partner with organizations like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really open to um, any type of organization that has a community of women SMEs that will be able to benefit from um, being part of Fund Her. So we've reached out to... and and, and Faith has worked yeah, tirelessly, um, <laughs> reaching out to different organizations, <laughs> governments, mm -hmm. um, private um, organizations that have a database of um, women SMEs that um, would benefit from this. So even communities, etc. And I think a lot of the times, like you, you said, like where are you going to find these women? The interesting thing is that a lot of women SMEs, particularly in South Africa, actually Africa in general, are mostly informal, mm. and they don't actually know that. Mm. Um, so when I say informal, what does this mean? They're not actually registered business. Mm. They don't have proper structures in place to um, op operationalize their business to scale and to be able to actually um, attract investment opportunities mm. to invest to to attract lending opportunities and actually that's quite important because a lot of them ask themselves what's the incentive for me to be a formal business I'm doing fine I'm earning revenue why do I need to be formalized mm. 
the reason you need to be formalized is because you probably want to expand into from let's say you're operating in we're in Kenton Park right now. Mm. You're operating in Kenton Park. You've got a wonderful, amazing salon that uh, basically provides services to people in Kenton Park. But you could expand into um, Boxburg. You can expand mm. into Verenigen. Um, mm. But for you to ex- expand, you need money, right? You mm. need capital. Mm. And sometimes your friends and family don't have that money to give it to you to expand. So what are you going to do? You're going to go for a bank loan. But guess what? You're not registered. Mm. You don't have any management accounts. You don't have an accountant. You don't use an accounting software. So how can people determine if you're actually making a profit because you you deposit money into your personal bank accounts, you write the record of your sales in a book, and so, therefore, that makes you an informal business and you cannot get access to lending. Mm-hmm. So this is to be able to help all types of businesses mm-hmm. that are generating an income to say, hey, you need to start thinking about being a more formalized business so that you mm-hmm. can tap into all these different um, opportunities as mm-hmm. well as through the platform that we've partnered with, as Faith mentioned, they do match um, lending partners with uh, organizations once they've gone through this whole process. So it's a journey. It's mm-hmm. not a quick fix. So we're sure. not a quick fix solution. Yeah. We yeah. say we'd like to walk this path with you to get to mm. a point where mm. we've actually committed on our website that we'd like to be able to help you get access to funding within 12 months. So we're hoping that they understand that it's a journey and a process and that mm-hmm. um, we all want the same thing for you to be able to get access to those mm. opportunities. Mm, mm, mm. Beautiful. And with that access to opportunities, it brings more for you then. So it obviously creates growth for the organization, growth for what you're doing as fund her as well. Mm. This is phase one, right? I'm getting this is phase one, mm-hmm. 5,000 mm-hmm. women. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing. <laughs> is this something you've spoken about? I think it's an uh, it's an ambitious goal, right? Yeah. Um, and I think we started off by saying that at Power Africa we're about sustainability. So we don't start something with the mm. intention that it's only gonna stop here or stop with us mm. or stop mm. with the initial woman that we start with. Mm. But anything great starts with something small. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. and five thousand may not necessarily seem like it is a small number. But when you think of the number of businesses, um, mm. of entrepreneurs, the, the side hustle culture that's growing, mm. that are actually going to be people's mainstream culture in terms of how they make money and how they make a living in future, mm. um, we really hope that it doesn't stop here. Um, mm. For us, it's sustainability, it's seeing as many businesses as possible mm. to be empowered. So, yeah, let's hold thumbs. We'll take it as phase one. Yeah. Um, but we're just working and we're wanting to see as many people or woman-led businesses empowered. Mm, sure. Mm. I think that's an important one, actually. Mm. Like, the impact of yeah. the mm. end of it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. So you spoke about, like, challenges that you went through, and I'm just thinking you want to reach out to the rural areas because many people are doing businesses but not registered. So what's your plan to try and attract those women because they are, like, the backbone of those communities? And I think they would benefit from a scheme like this. Mm. I think one of the things that we're doing is we're trying to get the word out there as much Mm. as possible. Mm. Um, So contrary to belief, we're not necessarily the people that want to be um, speaking and, you Mm. know, at all of these events and all of Mm. that. But we know that it is important because apart from word of mouth, the more that you hear about something, the more that you see that specific thing coming up, the more accessible it becomes, right? Mm. Um, So first it's about getting the word out there. Um, and we're hoping that people would come along the journey as well and share it. 
um, the first activation that we're having or the first masterclass that we're having is only the first. Um, and we're going to be looking at doing it in more remote areas as well mm. to mm. get as many um, women-led business across South Africa mm. um, empowered and acknowledged and uh, aware of what's happening and what we're doing. Mm. So mm. Um, this is where we're starting. Um, but next year, there's a lot more plans in terms of activations, in terms of getting the word out there, and in terms of meeting the different women-led businesses and SEEs as, mm. as, as much as possible. Mm. Um, I think one of the things that we're looking forward to with the first masterclass as well and the first cohort is hearing the different stories um, because we know no two female um, entrepreneurs are the same. Mm. No two journeys are mm. the same. Mm. So getting the insights from that is going to be quite exciting and it's something I'm looking forward to. Mm. But also thinking, um, and just reflecting on that question, also partnering with people who are in those rural areas. Yeah. I think just those partnerships make it easy for accessibility. There are companies, we don't want to like reinvent the wheel. Yeah. So we just always want to be looking for opportunities for partners who are in those remote areas who can help mm. us drive and expand mm. our reach. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm loving what I'm hearing. And I think... It's such a big thing to really put women out there and also to make them in control of their finances. Looking at so many statistics in the country, you realize had you know the woman been in control of their finances, earning their own money, we could have changed these statistics. So this isn't just fund her. I really think that this is a big project that is touching and going to change the scope of so many people's lives. Big shoes to fill <laughs> for you guys. There's a pressure sometimes that, wow, I'm changing the narrative in society yeah, sure. with oh. my efforts. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were talking about it this afternoon, that if it doesn't scare you, it's not big enough, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. every day we're kind of reflecting on it. It's like, guys, are we really doing this? Yeah. <laughs> every single day. Yeah. Uh, but it isn't necessary. Yeah, um, yeah. it is. Yeah. I think, um, like you said, when you're embarking on a journey like this, you need to be in alignment with really strong women. <laughs> I yeah. think I'm in good company. <laughs> yeah, definitely agree today. Yeah, you need to be very assertive um, because it is a big task and it's not only for ourselves, mm. but it's for the other women that um, also get the opportunity to elevate themselves and not go through the same kind of struggles that we went through. And also, most importantly, like, like Joy said and emphasized on is the community aspect of things. Mm. I think people take for granted the importance of community because sometimes you want to carry challenges and problems on your own when somebody's sitting right next to you probably has a solution to your problem. Mm. Yeah. I um, mean, that's what we've learned a lot. So just pick up a phone and call somebody. Don't yeah. sit with your challenge and drown in it. Um, mm. Sometimes you have to, but sometimes you really don't have to. So I think for me, to answer your question, you always need to find your tribe um, and go to war together and come out of that war, hopefully, you know, with a victory. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I look at it. Mm. I think um, in business and projects, I look at it as a sport and you're in it to win it because yeah. I think we're all quite competitive. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I don't think any of us... Good competition. Yeah. 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 Healthy healthy it's a healthy balance. <laughs> it's like different yeah. strains coming right. together. Yeah. 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 Sure. So I think that, that's it for me. Absolutely amazing. Uh, again, on social media, uh, Faith posted you've been interacting with the SABC, really oh, big wow. names, Ooh. you know? So when I saw that, I was like, 5,000 women, you're really connecting with the SABC. It's only just a matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like, you know, you're interacting with really big names? 
And I love the scripture, do not let um, anyone despise you for your youth, but yeah. be an example through your speech, your conduct, and your purity. Are you being that example? And that's what's getting you access to those doors, those opportunities, those platforms, those big people to say, guys, we've got something. Please give us your ear. Sure. Mm. Yeah, that is a hard <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing is, for us, one of the key things is being authentic. Mm, mm. Um, and I mean, when we talk about authenticity, it can be it can be anything and it can mean anything, right? Mm, mm, um, mm. But I think one of the things that we try to remind ourselves is we want to make sure that we're redefining what good looks like for us, mm, right? Mm, mm. Um, there's certain ways that, for example, the world will discuss or describe what good is. Um, there's certain things or certain situations where you'll walk into a room and you may feel small, but it's about pushing yourself, saying, you know what, I know who I am. And even if I don't, I'm here to learn and I'm here to grow. Mm. Um, so for us, authenticity is such a big part of who we are. Mm. Um, and then encouraging one another, making sure that we never feel like you're walking the journey on your own. Mm. Um, but the biggest part, I think, is just authenticity. Um, yeah, I think so. Mm. Fantastic. What has been the most rewarding experience out of this project to date? Okay, I'll go last. I just answered the really hard <laughs> question. <laughs> you go first. Wait. Okay, cool. <laughs> I just think for me, um, just the collaboration, like mm. seeing women come together to make this vision mm. come alive. I think all around we've been, we've been getting support from a lot of strong female um, mm. business leaders. And that's kind of been like... Oh, such a highlight mm. for me, you know, just mm. seeing that collaboration come together. But also I think uh, because when you look at the economy and what's happening and women not being really uh, economic economically active, um, you think about, you know, the vision and what we're trying mm. to kind of do, you know, and you mm. think, oh my gosh, this is actually a big task at mm. our hands. It's a big target that we have. And it's kind of daunting sometimes, obviously, like, you know, and intimidating, uh, if I may say, but it's it's got purpose. Yeah. And every day you wake up and you're like, actually, I'm working towards making a difference mm. Um, mm. in someone's life. Because I mm. heard somewhere, actually, in one of the conferences that we attended, that when you um, support a woman, you support families, you support yeah. communities, yeah. right? Yeah. And every day you think about it, you're like, yo, I need to, I need to do better. I need mm. to look for opportunities because ultimately we want to see our, our economies improving, right, by supporting these businesses um, to seeing them grow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think for me, um, my highlight hasn't happened yet. Mm. So I'll speak it into existence because it's going to happen. Mm. Is um, on the 23rd of November, meeting with um, all the women that have signed up to be part of this initiative and wanting mm. to meet us in person mm. and getting them, um, you know, through the process and letting them understand what the expectations are. I can't wait to meet them. Mm. I think. It's all well and good to um, exchange online and using technology mm. to fast track things, which is really awesome. But I can't wait for the personal touch, for them to actually see us and know that we're also human. Mm. Um, we also have experiences and we also want to hear their experiences and see how we can contribute to making their journey um, different or helping them to be able to grow from where they currently are. So for me, the highlight is going to be that and the highlight is going to get to the end of the Finish or oh, the first phase of the finish line <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we can speak about the journey, <laughs> our lessons learned. I think there's going to be a lot of value in what have we learned from this experience, mm. what have other people learned from this experience, what mm. have the women gained from this experience. That for me, that's why I say I think the highlights for me are still yet to come. Absolutely. 
the masterclass on the 23rd when you see those 1,000 plus ladies who are saying, yes, let's do this. I think that truly would be a highlight to put a name to the face. That yeah. Okay, I'm trusting you. Let's yeah, yeah. go on this journey together. Because really it is a point of trust mm. to say, how do you help me elevate my brand and my business to the next level? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, um, it's, a, it's a blend of both. Um, I think there's already been so many things that have been small milestones that we've achieved. The mm. mere fact that we launched, the mere fact that we get to get out and have these kinds of conversations. Mm. Those are little highlights. I go home um, or I go to sleep every night and I have so much gratitude in my heart for the mm. things that I get to do. Mm. And mm. through, for example, Fund Her and working with these amazing women, mm. um, I think the collaboration and just seeing how um, this team, for example, just inspires me, mm. um, just puts a fire in my belly to just work harder and to mm. do more and to see more of what's going to come. Mm. But I think one of the biggest highlights that I'm looking forward to, just as Ali has said, is the stories that are going to come out. Sure, sure. I'm one of those people. I loved shared learnings. I love mm. asking questions. I love hearing what people's perspectives are. And I'm looking forward to hearing the stories of how these women got to where they are, what their dreams are for the future, and how they intend on getting there. Mm -hmm. And just knowing that we get to play a small part in that. And I think also hearing what this has done for their families. Yes. I hope you're going to have tissues with you <laughs> in the master class because I'm just seeing all of the emotions. You have to keep it together. But yeah. hearing that might make you think, okay, well, I'm glad I said yeah. yes to this, even though it was a lot of work. But I'm glad I said yes to this. Eh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask, you know, um, are there any costs involved? If somebody says, okay, I'm going to go onto the website, I'm going to join in, is there a membership fee that they sign or how does it work? Maybe you guys can assist our listeners who are listening. Mm-hmm. all free. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ladies, it is all free. It's all free. Um, uh, we do have a subscription that we paid for for six months for a cloud accounting platform called Zero. Um, we need to disclose it after six months. If you find value in it, you have to take up the cost yourself. But I mean, it's one of the you know trials that you have to go through to see how these kind of tools add value to your business. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. everything else is all free. Yeah. <laughs> what are you waiting for, ladies? <laughs> hey, one more time, uh, we have to get uh, the contact details. Where can people go on the website to find <laughs> and get involved with Fund Her? We're also going to pin the details onto the conversation. But for those that are listening at home, I hope you've got your pen and paper ready and you're ready to take down the details. Please do fire away, ladies. All right, awesome. Uh, we have a website, fundher.powerafrica.com. Power is in P-A-W-A, mm. africa.com. We are on socials, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Power Africa. And again, guys, it's P-A-W-A <laughs> Africa. Mm. You can also email us at support at powerafrica.com. We're always ready to you know, hear your stories and respond mm. to you. Mm. Why, why P-A-W-A? <laughs> I had to ask that one. <laughs> it's a play on power, it's but I'm going to hand power. it to Ali because she always articulates it so really? well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is a play on, 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 on power in the sense that, you know, you could, you could, we could have called it power the mm. normal way, but I think power stands out more because you can play on the wor- words in, in different ways and the different campaigns that 
we work on and our core thing is how do we create sustainability how do we create the next generation of women leaders youth leaders how do we contribute to the entrepreneurship ecosystem using our power um as women to achieve that so Mm. that's just basically it very catchy so well done for that. <laughs> Caught my attention. I kept thinking, is it a typo or <laughs> no? It keeps coming up. So yeah, thank you. You know, you said something so profound, Ali. I listened to Musi Maimani this morning, and he was mm. speaking about his organization that he wants just to create South Af- make South Africa great again and build this South Africa for everyone. And you speak about that's what power is supposed to do: just create those platforms for women and children to make them believe, make support them in their businesses. Do you foresee collaborations with other big organizations? Not that you're going to be in politics, but <laughs> there must be, well, unless it is a plan, you know? But do you see, foresee some of those collaborations coming together because of your goals are aligned to what they're trying to achieve? Are you referring to political organizations or just, just organizations? Just organizations. Well, we work with big organizations. One mm. of our um, clients is Nestle, um, mm. and we work with six other multinational organizations for a youth program that mm. we lead mm. called All for Youth. Mm. Um, the Fund Her project is funded by an Af- a, a fi- African Development Bank, which is a regional financial institution. Mm. So all the organizations we've worked with, we've been blessed and fortunate to work with, yeah. are big organizations that share the same visions as us Mm. and we are fortunate enough to contribute to whatever goals and objectives that they have and the mandate is huge all the projects that we work on have huge targets Mm. Um, but I'm proud to say with Nestle for example we've been hitting those targets in a very very um, positive way uh, with a lot of work Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's (laughs) what we're hoping that we can do the same with um, African Development Bank as well Amazing. And you said the criteria was for South Africa, but the clients are touching on the sub-Saharan African continent. Yes, phase one for me. Phase one, okay. <laughs> just, just making sure that I'm alive. So phase two is obviously... Africa, Africa first. Yes, you know, Africa first. Absolutely. Let's build Africa. So grateful for you guys to come into conversation with us. And really, what an amazing thing that you're doing. To more, to more projects, more clients coming on board, more people's lives being impacted. Mm. Looking forward to hearing that you found the 5,000, <laughs> phase one, and <laughs> looking forward to bringing you back to talk about phase That's two, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said also hallelujah. Let's declare it so, you know, when it happens, you like... First. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the opportunity. I think for us, um, it's so much more than just a project. It's something mm. that we believe in. Mm. Um, and we love having these kinds of conversations because it's clo- so close to heart. Mm. Um, so thank you. Thank you yeah. to your audience. And thank you for your community. And thank you for the opportunity. Most definitely. There are the ladies from Power Fund Her. You know where to go onto the website. We'll pin the details on the chat as well. Please do visit them. If you know somebody that is an entrepreneur, they've given us the criteria. Make sure you get yourself involved. I can't wait to see what you're going to post after the masterclass. We'll be waiting. So we want to train. We want to train, definitely. Yeah, we'll, we'll help you train. Let us know if you need help training. Oh, oh, thank you. We don't mind broadcasting from then. Then you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Hey, hey, girl, now. If it's empowering women, it's empowering the nation. Right. And of course, feminine touch would definitely love to support you. We cannot do it alone. Yeah. Like to partner with people. Yeah. What you spoke about community, right? So it is 7.52, we wrap up two hours of talk radio. Can you believe it? Time flies when you are truly having fun. What impactful conversations we've had tonight. Make sure that you head on down to our, our page, Hope Alive Radio Station, or on our website, www.hopealive.co.za. That's hopealiveradio.co.za to catch the podcast of all of our conversations. You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.